up? What up? Ooh, what up, though? Oh man, let's go. It's been a good week, man. A lot of shit going on. Yeah, it's it's, it's been an eventful week for sure. Yeah, yeah. Everything from uh, people getting freed up to to possible nuclear wars, yeah, bro. Dude, there's some there's, there's some shit going on. It, there really is, bro. Every time I turn on the news, I see something I'm like, eh, I don't want to know about that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> be real selective. Right, let me be ignorant right now. <laughs> <laughs> bro, is it better to know that some imminent danger is coming or you just be outside picking cherries and just get eaten by a lion? Nah, bro. Like, real, like, like, like you don't even see it coming. Nah, bro. I'd rather not know. Yeah, I'd rather I be so minding too, my bro. business and a nuke hit and it's over. Right. Just let let me be let me be ignorant. I don't want to hear sirens yeah, or nope. nothing. I just want to I want to see like a big flash and go. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess I'm fucked. It's wrap. It's wrap. <laughs> like, I the I the anticipation of waiting for something like that. Yeah, sounds dude. like it sucks, bro. Dude, there's there's people that they say like, um, you know, like go see this person and you know this person can like predict. When you're gonna die, sort of like based on your habits or whatever. Fuck, I'm that. like, who's doing that? Do you see Dana White did that shit? No, and, and he, okay, I heard somebody did. What he is did that? It. Is that why he got in shape? And recently? he got all in shape recently because the guy basically told him he had a decade, almost oh, to wow. like you know he said you have ten years if you keep living your life the way you're living your life, and he broke it down about why and his habits and yeah. blah blah blah, and and I guess it's pretty damn accurate. Yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess maybe in that case you do if you can do something about it. Yeah, man. Especially if you got, you know, if you got something to live for, right? Like you're not just yeah. If you're Dana White, yeah, right. <laughs> if you're a homeless guy, you're like that long. Yeah, you're like, what happens if I double up? What I... <laughs> how do we? How do, how do we accelerate this? Sh- <laughs> Damn it! I ain't got that kind I of got, money. I got that. <laughs> you suffer from depression. You're like ten more. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're going out. Yo, oh. welcome back everybody to the Comic Football Podcast, <laughs> episode one nineteen. He is Juan, and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And this shit today, Juan be on his shit. Hit him with it. Listen, man, we we did this. Uh, we, you know, I love me some old fashions oh, in every you make them good, way, shape, bro. or form, bro. I have spent in uncomfortable amount of hours trying to perfect old fashions <laughs> it looks so easy and then when i go home i'm like it don't taste, it don't it taste <laughs> you know what when i first started doing them i felt like that too because i would watch bartenders make it and i go there's two ingredients like basically <laughs> like three and it would, it would and, piss me and, off and you be fucking splashing liquor and bitters elsewhere and i'm just like that, that one ain't gonna be right and then i <laughs> taste it i'm like god damn it <laughs> So, so we did this. Yeah, Sean broke me off with this delicious ass bottle uh, called Addictivo Whiskey, which is a uh, it's a tequila company that released their own whiskey and they aged it in tequila barrels. And this thing was amazing. Like it is amazing by itself. So I was trying to think of a way because I love old fashions. I'm like, man, there's got to be a way to do it. So I went, all right, tequila. Let's make an old fashioned, and I'm just gonna replace the ingredients with like um, tequila or like Mexican inspired ingredients. So instead of simple syrup, we did agave. So the way the recipe works, it's um, a half an ounce of agave syrup. I did two ounces of the of the addictivo whiskey. Um, I did orange bitters. I did Peychaud's bitters, so like three dashes. And then that was it, man. And I stirred it up. The cherry. 
and then the cherry to garnish at the end, man. Yeah. And so stirred it up, poured in a in a glass with a big bowl of a uh, big ball of ice or a cube or whatever, preferably. And that's it, man. And we garnish with a cherry and a slice of um, orange or orange peel, actually. And the orange peel does make a difference. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm just thinking. We, I wonder if a small slice of orange, just like soak the it, act soak orange. it in there. Yeah. Oh. Tastes good, man. We got to do that for next time. That, yeah. I used to actually take the orange, um, the small oranges, yep. and I used to muddle them and then leave them at the bottom of my old fashioned. Okay, yeah, it's actually yeah. good. I have to make one of those for for the pot one time, man. Like, um, that's actually really good. So I muddle the cherry and the orange, oh, in yeah, the yeah, actual yeah. mix. Uh, and I think instead of doing simple syrup, I do that, and it comes and then, out the, good. And then the cherries that you're using are those like dark cherries. The dark what cherries. Are, what, are, what is, uh, what is it? The bada bing cherries. It's that the bada bing cherries. Yep, that's bada bing cherries. So yeah, they're good. They're dark. Um. I think some of them you you can even do Woodford Reserve does these aged barrel cherries too that they make. Oh, I haven't they're seen those. Great too, man. Yeah, but they're like fifteen dollars for a jar of cherries. Dude, but and bada bings is like ten. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So. Dude, everything now is like you. I think you were mentioning this the last week, juice, man. Last oh my week was god, twelve dollars. I went to the store. I forgot what I was buying, but it was something really simple, and it was like eight dollars, and it was something that I'm used to paying like four or five for, and I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, it's like, crazy, man. Inflation, inflation is here, bro. Shit, man. He's got us all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. My carbon footprint of the week is going out to Mr. President Joe Biden. Okay, okay. Um, Too bad he won't remember you giving me it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a prestigious reward. Sean who? <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> You don't fuck with a body. You don't fuck with a body. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to say that. <laughs> For those of y'all that don't know about that, Biden came down here to Florida, right? It was after the hurricanes and met up with like so. a with like a with like a mayor of a of, of one of these town of one of the like towns. Fort Myers, Fort Myers area. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I know is that in in the greeting he had a hot mic and the, he tells the guy nobody fucks with a Biden, and the guy so was like, "Is the guy a right. Biden? Is that what it is?" I don't believe. No, I don't believe so. It's I guess weird. They just know. Maybe a I, yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened before. Maybe he that thought or. it was his son. <laughs> <laughs> that way, funny. The guy was like, "Yeah, dad." Yeah, dad. <laughs> Uh, so listen, so Biden, I'm sure as most of you have probably heard by now, um, he is freeing thousands of uh, of people that have been charged with simple possession of marijuana. So federally charged. Okay. So people that are in jail right now that have been federally charged with uh, simple possession of marijuana. So this does not include anybody with that was uh, selling, um, had enough with the sort of like the intent to distribute. I think that's it. Yeah, selling or distribution. So those folks, it's that, that that's still illegal. So not selling or distributing, just possession. If it's just simple possession, I think I, I think it matters how much you had on you. Ah, uh, okay. It has to be like a misdemeanor amount or what, or the amount that you're not intending to sell. I yeah. Guess. Well, what's funny, man, that I didn't know this was that federally marijuana is classified as a Schedule One drug, which is in the same uh, sort of playing field as heroin and LSD. Federally, really? Yeah. Wow. And so that's one of the things that I, that that, that kind of goes along with this. So he's so he's freeing these prisoners, um, and he's also asking the attorney general to go look at how marijuana is classed. So this is the so Brittany that- Griner law. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> I forgot about her. <laughs> Thought she was dead. <laughs> Thought she was dead. 
Oh, she got time. You got a little bit. I think she's there. The, the Freedom the Grinder Act. <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, right. Like it has, like, to, yeah, be, like, right? It has to be part it has of to be that response. Well, that's that. the other thing where I go like, he, um, you know, he's doing this now with a few months left to the midterms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, they need and a it, W bad. Yeah, they need a bad. Yeah. So was this a was this a reach? Because remember, back in the '90s, he was instrumental in passing laws that like mass incarcerated a lot of black people. Oh yeah, he don't remember that though. <laughs> <laughs> like, who would do such a thing? Who's this Joe guy? Who's this Joe? Guy? <laughs> I'm not gonna fuck with him because he's a Biden. But <laughs> <laughs> was that my dad? <laughs> Be like, yeah, yeah, Joe, you're, you're Joe Jr. <laughs> uh, it has to be a response to that. And like you said, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's the grinder thing. It's a political move through and through, but it's like, it's the grinder thing. It's the midterm thing. It's, it's, they need a dub bad because they've yeah. looked awful. Uh, gas prices are slated to rise next month. Well, you so, see, because no, OPEC, because OPEC cut. is cutting production. Yeah. So you go, and I know we're, currently in talks with venezuela so we're like all right what dictatorship is ready to play ball <laughs> so we're, we're in talks with venezuela which will to, to produce oil and stuff for us to try to combat that which just goes to show like we don't give a fuck what you do man we're like who got the oil right like that and then venezuela better be better like be super careful about this because the last thing you want is us invading venezuela <laughs> like you cut oil production they'd <laughs> be like we will do it they'd be like He's uh he's mass killing people. We gotta go down there. We gotta go down there. Yeah. Next thing you know, they got weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> All kinds of shit. But yeah, man. So yeah, man. With, with with this one, it wasn't necessarily for for him, my carbon footprint, but it was like the lives that he's gonna affect by allowing these folks to go. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Not saying everybody's gonna be like a, uh, some you know some 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 stellar uh, citizen. However, um, simple possession means a little. You know, it's a little bit. Yeah, but I think in the spirit of the show and the carbon footprint thing, like you said, it's going to impact, good or bad, Right, it's, it's going to have a somebody. massive impact on people. Like you said, there's people who are going to do good and make 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 good with this new sort of lease on life and this new opportunity. There's people who are not. And either way, it's sort of setting the foundation for this thing is the one that caused it, right? Yep. So that's right. Yeah, for sure. All right, man, what you got? Listen, man, I am, talk about seizing opportunity. And um, I'm afraid. Listen, I, I'm giving my carbon footprint out to a guy who is living the American dream this week, and it is the uh, former head coach to the Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, <laughs> got fired yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He gets he got a seven year contract. Uh, How much is that? Sixty mil. Right. So he's getting paid forty two million the rest of his contract to not coach the Carolina Panthers. Get the f- yeah, yeah. Bro. You know, I not coach the Carolina Panthers for free. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get 42 mil to not coach the shitty franchise like the Carolina oh Panthers? Oh, my That's the American God, dream. bro. It's the American dream. What does this guy do? Yeah, he just won, like he won the lotto. He won the lotto. He literally bro. won the lotto. Yeah, yeah you got to he coach. He has to do nothing for Nothing, the... bro. And now he can go back to college and get a fat contract because now his stock is high. Oh, absolutely. And there's a few teams out there that need him. And there's a few him. teams out there that would need him. <laughs> Oklahoma. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that. Fuck you, Sooners. (laughs) For those that don't know, I'm a Longhorns fan, so it's fuck Oklahoma all day. (laughs) But, uh, bro, I saw that yesterday, and I go, what a win, like, for that guy, bro. That's his greatest win in his NFL career, was getting fired by the Carolina Panthers, and (laughs) it will leave, no doubt, an imprint on his life, because this dude gets to live. It's generational money. money For doing that. To not coach the Carolina Panthers. (laughs) 
they basically paid him 42 mil, I think is the remaining amount, to go away. So they paid out his entire contract, yeah. bro? Yeah, I think coaching contracts are guaranteed unless they fire you with cause, which, you know, like, I think it can't be, like, performance-based on the team. I think it has to be, like, you oh, know, that's why they always try to catch these coaches like a Gruden. They try to catch some dirt on them yep. because that's the cleanest out. And even Gruden still got paid out. Just I, I think they settled on whatever they were going to pay him out. But, um, yeah, guaranteed full. So he gets 42 mil. He was only – he was in year three of a seven-year deal. And he gets the rest of that paid out. God, wow. Now, I think what I have to look at is some of these coaches, what happens is if they do take another job – it's sort of, um, I don't know stop, if the payment goes the payment down or, or stop or I think okay. it changes. I'm not sure, but. Um, and then. 42. And then obviously it would depend on the type of person that you are. But a lot of people would just go, okay, I just won't coach. Yeah, go take a TV job. I don't think that counts. So, Or it just don't work. Just don't work. Yeah, go. Yeah, he, he's a young guy. But yeah, still, I don't know what his, what his off plans look like. like but, guys like that, like like them alpha males, yeah. man, we, we you know. They type A's. Like, yeah. yeah. They, he, they have to work, bro. Yeah, he has to, so you go, I don't know, maybe he takes a year off, maybe two, and then go, you said, goes back. Maybe he waits till next season and Oklahoma picks him up or whoever, like, but fucking A, man. I'm like, good for you, bro. Generational know, bro. money. You just set the course of the rest of your family forever to not do something that's probably sucked anyway, which is coaching the Carolina Panthers. So he did three years? He did, yeah, he was in year three. So he did two full oh, seasons oh, and wow. he only, what, five games into Dude, year three? how do you three? give somebody a seven-year contract? Like, to me, when you give somebody seven years, especially a coach, um, you're not only hoping that he has success, but you're also going, it's going to take time. Dude, you're, you're right. And so... I could see maybe in year five. And a guy who had no NFL experience, which is also odd. Where was he from? Uh, he came out of, man, I want to say Baylor, but that's wrong. But he was okay. college. Yeah, yeah, so I can't remember where. Fuck, I, yeah, I can't remember it where. Matter. But it is, yeah, it was. It, he was a college coach, and yeah, he, he gets pulled to do that. I'm like, I, I don't know how, like you said, you give a seven-year deal to a college coach. Like that's, but even so, again, the, given the long, the, the longevity of the you, contract, you're telling him it takes you a while. Yeah, like you're going. This is not going to spend. It's not going to turn around in in three years. So what do you think happened there? Like, do you think do you think that's players co- complaining? Maybe GMs, maybe difficult to work with. Maybe, maybe they're like, there isn't. You don't need time. It's you're just not it. Yeah, I mean right? that like, could be it too, right? You just, it's, it's like when you when you know you know, mm-hmm. you know, Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh my God, yeah! But what a, what a blessing that was. We caught that shit on here like yep. before he'd even coach the game. Yeah. Like yeah, that's not gonna work out. When the time that he, I think that when he kicked the kicker, I was like, yeah, bro, you're not gonna last. <laughs> it was a demonstration. He kicked, the, <laughs> he kicked the kicker. Come here, boy. Let me show you how to do this. <laughs> And then he was busy getting handsy at bars and shit. Yep. He was like, "Yeah, something about him just told me, like, yeah, you're not gonna work in the NFL, bro." I don't. He, I think that guy was such a superstar in in his own right in college, obviously, right. that you just knew, like, you can't humble yourself for to the NFL game. Like, yeah. Same thing with Nick Saban, man. It didn't work. He couldn't humble himself to the NFL no, game. True. But Nick Saban, I think, was self aware enough to sort of like, He's like step okay, out I'm on good. his own. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Like I tried it. I'm good. And then. Um, yeah, Urban Meyer, just the arrogance there. Like, yeah, it doesn't strike me like he's very yeah, self-aware dude, like that. But what a blessing for, like, Lawrence, which, mm. which I mean, they, they, I think they, they lost yesterday, right? Yeah. To, but, to Houston. But he's looking He looks like an NFL quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Like, like he looks like you go, I don't know if you're going to be a championship guy or your thing, but you're an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Like, you got a career ahead of you. You got a 10-year, yep. 15-year career, whatever, ahead of you. Yeah, I watched him the last couple Coaching, of games. Coaching, bro. Coaching. Yeah. I watched him the last couple of games, man, and, I, and I'm going, like, Oh shit! It looks like the game has slowed down to him. Yep. 
Like, I, I even watched some of the Bears game this weekend, and, man, I, I'm about to de- denounce them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, you know, I went, I went back, like, a, a, like from, the, from the time that I was a Bears fan, which is, like, say, like, 83, right? And I, I don't remember what the numbers were. But I was like, wow, man, I have been disappointed the majority of my life. <laughs> Same, bro. <laughs> Same. And I don't know why I keep doing that to myself. Do you have a Super Bowl, though, that you cheered on and you've watched them win? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even have that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, cheered them on on, two, on the, the two that they were in. Two that they were okay. They won the first one, lost the second. Um, I but one that they were in it was yeah. disappointing finish. But, yeah, but okay. still, man, I'm just I was just like, man, I just been disappointed because I can look at so many other teams that just have good franchises. Forget about Super Bowl wins. Like you get like the the Patriots is like an outlier that may never happen again. Yeah. But, but you have I don't know. You have other teams out there that say like like the Packers, which which I hate. But they've been good since the nineties. Yeah, they've always they they have a tradition. Like it's expected that they win. But before before Brett Favre, <clears throat> they had a they had a, they call him the Magic Man. I think the thing was like, ah, I don't oh, remember. you remember talking about? Yeah, so, yeah, um, but before that, bro, they were horrible. Like in the eighties, they were they were bad, bro. And then in the nineties, they got the Magic Man, and then he ends up getting hurt. Brett Favre comes in and then has his run. And then gets replaced with Aaron Rodgers, who is still there. I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, and then they win a bunch of Super Bowls. They went to some, right? They won. They won two with both one, one, one and one, one each. Yeah, one of but, each. But um, Favre lost one, right, to Elway. Yeah, so Favre at least went to another one. Yeah. Well, he went. No, his first one they won, and then he lost a second. He lost. To, Aaron Rodgers has lost two Super Bowls, right? He's he def- lost one he's to the Steelers. One. He's won one. I think he's lost one as well. So Aaron Rodgers has been the two. He's definitely lost one. I think he did. He lose to the Steelers or did the Steelers the one that he remember. beat? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah no. I don't okay. Remember. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, just try to. I try to forget that shit. They have a tradition, like a winning culture. Yeah. Historically, so you go for the at, last three decades. Yeah. Right. So the last almost almost thirty years, these guys. If you were a Packer fan, yeah, maybe you got heartbreak in the playoffs or in the or in the in in the uh, uh, Super Bowl. But you've been, you've had a really, you've had a good team, some, something that you can root for for 30 years. Dude, do you think that's like, so obviously like our, our theme here is like always like carbon footprint. Do you think that's like an imprint left on by ownership, right? Like, cause I think we were talking about this off air last week where I was mentioning like the Titans have always had great running backs for whatever reason, no matter what coach is there, no matter the rest of the personnel, they're just known for having great running backs. And in the Bears, I think it was like linebackers. You said they always have great linebackers. Like... There's something, there's like an imprint to these teams that you go, it carries forward for decades sometimes, no matter who's in charge, no matter who's on the team, no matter, like, it's like I mean, they gravitate that's, that's to ownership, them. bro. It has to be, right? Like, it's ownership, it's like culture, it's like mindset, like, yeah. like I guess, set from above. Right. And then, because the Bears have had the same ownership, right, for... For, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, the the the, the woman, McCaskey, I mean, she's in her 90s. And she's been the owner for... Yeah, but but it's like, it's like somebody has to run it day to day, right? Like, it's not... It's it's just oh, obvious yeah, to me. Right. Like I'm like what? I mean, what they, then they have that culture. They have her. You know, like like the the family is the is the owners, right? Or, so, or do you think that's like a, a a brand identity thing? That like if you go and you get hired by the Bears and you're a GM and you're maybe like a, a VP of operations or whatever, whoever she's hired to run low them. expectations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the branding is low. Gonna, but do you go with the Bears? We have to have 
this right. like you know what i mean like i like i don't know what that is like it's like yeah i don't know it's like if you if you, if you own a car brand right and and you and you get a, a, a i don't know you're in charge of the corvette right like you go the corvette has to be a coupe and it has to have the pointy front and it has to you know what I mean? like right I, right like I, I go is that just something that's imprinted in the dna of this thing like I, you know in this case a team like i don't i don't know what that is man but yeah dude if you think about every team ever it's like their dna very rarely changes and then when it does it actually works out. Like I look at the Rams. The Rams used to be sort of known as a hard hitting bubble, and then it became like greatest show on turf. Then it just became trash, and then now they're like sort of great offense again, and that's what's sort of gotten them here with a great defense. But like, there's these teams are sort of like outliers. Like Tampa Bay. Like yes, they have Tom Brady. They've always been known for great defenses. Those Super Bowl teams have always been known for great defenses, and the one that they just won was a great defense, man. I mean, oh my gosh, yes, yeah, it's bro. Tom Brady, but that defense really won the yeah. Super Bowl. So like, it's weird to me, man, that like no matter. Like you said, like it, it's like three, four decades that you get of these teams, and they're the exact same thing. Like I don't know what that is. Yeah, like, again, I don't know if it's ownership, but it's got to be. It's got to come from the top down, man. Dude, any any organization that you go to that has good leadership, man, it always it always trickles down to everybody, bro. Yeah, I, I go like, is it that? And then like it has to be that, and it has to be. A, a brand identity where if you get hired there you go i'm not going to be the guy that changes that like it takes like a like a trailblazer type person to go yeah we're, like can you imagine a guy walking into the bears organization and going like yeah you, we, we run no huddle offense now we do this we do that we do that people there be like yeah i don't know man do you have a linebacker like you, <laughs> like, they'd be like, you have a hard-hitting line? like like it, it almost like i wonder if it's like you you need like a risk taker you need someone who's not afraid to, to sort of change cultures and identities that's funny and, and that goes that for though. everything man like if you yeah. get hired at disney and you go i want to put on an r-rated show on disney plus like it takes balls to do that because it goes against the brand you know what I, like I, right. I, I, like it's the same thing i'm like are there none franchise Ooh, i don't no, know there probably funny, is now right no, like deadpool not, was a big thing right like people went oh, people went right. yeah they own deadpool now yeah what but do is you it do on it? there is it on disney plus i'm not sure but he's getting a third movie and yeah. so now i'm going do they let him do the r-rated thing with third movie or do they go you got to make it pg-13 so that it appeals to a wider audience because we're uh, disney and that's what we do you know yeah, what i mean disney, like doesn't disney own miramax yeah I so they'll so. put it on like put it on the miramax I wonder, but now but they, it's but MCU, they do the arm right. Right, like, right, right, so, right. So as I'm saying, right, so I wonder, I, but maybe they will. Like, right, maybe they will. But I go, it takes someone at, at Disney now to go. Who's going to be the guy who goes? Yo, I got an idea, and it's R rated. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if it's that. It's just like this brand identity thing that people just go. I'm just going to stick to what fucking works. I'm not going to ruffle any feathers here because if it doesn't work, I'm screwed. You know what? I, like, it's just yeah, one of these man. things where I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, the uh, the speaking of like brand stuff, man. It's like. Uh, who's the freaking coach for the for the Celtics? Oh, Ume uh, right, uh, Udoku. Udoku. Udoka. Udoka. I don't know how to say it. Udoka. Yeah, that's got to be it. All right. You know, was he fired because he didn't meet brand standards? And and it's not. It's, it wasn't. It wasn't for winning. He wasn't fired. He was suspended, suspended for a year. Suspended for the year. Yeah. That's a long time. But they say his future status is up in the air. See. So. So then the guy takes the takes him to the finals. Mm-hmm. And then first year as a head coach, right? And then and and then by the way, the the GM, the now GM was the coach, couldn't do it. Yeah, they bring him in, does it the first year. He doesn't win, but he's going against the Warriors too. This is like you know, this is like the Bulls in the nineties, yeah, it's right? A, it's it's a it's a dynasty of this generation, absolutely. Right now. So, and he's not even married to 
Nia Long, is he? Oh, I think he is, maybe. Let's, let's check I'm that not out, sure. bro. I don't think he's married to her, bro. So that's just his girlfriend? Or fiance? Oh, fiance. I think it's her fiance. I think, it's I think you're fiance. right. I think it is fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's right. So, and and I know it was, essentially, it's like fraternization, right? It's, it's sort of like the, the, the charge against him is, from a company standpoint? He got, so he was having uh, an affair with a team staffer. Right. Somebody, somebody lower than him. Correct. Right? In the pecking order. Yeah. So I don't think it's that, man. Like, I think he gets suspended because sports seems, I think in this environment we're in right now with, like, the Me Too stuff, I think with the, with the like, the Dallas Mavericks just had to, like, pay this fine and had that thing about, like, workplace culture and women complaining about, like, sexual harassment things. I think it was the oh, Dallas Mavericks. Oh, no, was it? Yeah, and, and I think, so, and I think, um, you know, you talk about, like, the stuff that came out last year with uh, John Gruden. Um, I think this is the sports teams protecting themselves against like something later on going like, hey, we have a zero tolerance policy. Like, like yeah, he had an affair consensual with this staffer, but if she, if that goes south and she decides to say, oh, he was a man in power, he's in position, and he kind of he came on to me, and now he, I felt obligated because I'm a 34 year old who just does travel bookings or whatever she did for the right, team. Right. Like, I don't say no to now, the she head was coach. A, she was NBA. No, sorry, WNBA, wasn't she? Ooh, I don't know. She, I know she was like a team travel staffer. Oh, I know who you're talking about. No, it's not her. The one that was supposedly like some team thing that who was a former WNBA player. Yeah. No, it's come out since it's a different girl. Oh, and she was okay. like a like a travel coordinator for the team. So she was in charge of booking his travel. Sometimes Nia Long's travel, evidently. For and so, of course she was. Yeah, and she's like a 34 year old, um, you know, low level employee right. in comparison to him. Yeah, of course. And so I think the fear there is that. Hey, if she if that goes south, right, they break up, whatever happens, and she goes, you know, he he came on to me, I felt obligated, blah 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 blah, and she sues the team. Like I think that you can do that, bro. Yeah, I think this is more on that because they're gonna say he used his position of influence. I don't think that it's fair, right? Because I think that. But I'm saying to 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 to, so he's not while he works for the team. How is the how is the 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 team? We'll call the team a company in this Mm -hmm. case. How is the company responsible for? one individual employee's um, actions essentially outside of work. Because I think what happens is is that if she says he came on to me at work and now I felt obligated because he's my superior at work, he's not my superior outside of work, right? And I go, I have to give him the time of day, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't necessarily agree with it because yeah, they, yeah. they're two consens- con- consenting adults, right? So you go, they decided to do that. Like, that that's their their prerogative, their business. Like, I could care less. But I think what's happening is these teams is like, it's like an overcorrection to all the shit that's been going on where they just go, we have to got, show force right. that we're zero tolerance or we're, we're not standing for this. Like, yep, we're suspending you for the year. And I think it's just a way to show if she comes out later on and says, well, I actually didn't want this. They go, look, we suspended him immediately when we found out about it because there's a no fraternization right, rule. There's no right, thing. Like, right. I think it's more that. I don't think they give a shit about him cheating because... Dude, the NBA has shown these players mostly cheat, and they have people on staff to fix that. And you know what I mean? Like to to to, to get the, the, the disgruntled, you know, um, thoughts that show up at the hotel rooms at night and, and book the abortions and do all that shit. Like they have people on staff that handle that for these teams. <laughs> Not anymore. Bro, they have a concierge that handles that. But like Depends where you're at now. So <laughs> Evidently not in Boston. So dude, but dude, with that said, if you're a head coach, if you're an NBA player, and you Boston's a free agent um, destination. Seeing that they did this, does that deter you? 
I don't know, man. I mean, I, I guess I would have to talk to people within the organization, like players, right? If I'm gonna, from a player coming in as a player. And be like, how many side pieces you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need at least three. I need... <laughs> and do they care? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think his, I didn't like it. I didn't agree with it. I understood from a corporate perspective and in the environment that we're in now yeah, and, makes and, sense. and all the stuff that's that. happened, the sports teams, I think it's them immediately do the Deshaun Watson thing. The I think it's the stuff where we go, you know, all the domestic violence stuff that's happened in other sports. I think the NBA is like just going like, fuck it. And I think it's the Boston Celtics getting ahead of it and going, we're not even going to let the NBA get involved in this. We're going to immediately suspend him for the season. You know, uh, and I think get ahead of any potential lawsuits or whatever because you just never know. Like yeah. again, this ends badly, and she comes out later on and goes, "I actually didn't want to do it, yeah. but he's him." But see, so I'm me, you know what I mean? Like, so she could, so she could come back potentially and sue, right? If they don't do anything mm-hmm. about it, can Jordan Poole come back and sue for Draymond Green punching him in the face? If they let him back, why well, don't see why not? Right? Yeah, you you pro, you put me in an unsafe work environment. Right. Dude, in what other profession could you get away with punching someone in the face? N- none. And they didn't suspend him. He took here anyway. He took time he took away time from the team. Yeah, it was his uh it was it was his uh choice. And they gave him that. time off, but we're not even in the season right now either. Right. Yeah, so, well, they're preseason right now, right? Let's talk about this with our friend where we were saying, dude, as much as athletes like to complain about like the scrutiny and blah 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 blah, we were going, dude, it's such a uh, uh, and I, I don't want to call it a privilege because maybe that's the wrong word because you obviously have to work hard. You have to be immensely talented and stuff to get there. But there isn't a, another profession in the world uh, other than, than other being than a sport. pro athlete right. Yeah, right. that you get away with something like that and you go back to work the next day. Right. None. None of us. You could work at McDonald's. You're not getting away with that. You know, you, and, and again, I understand that the money's different. The, the, the stakes are higher. Whatever you want to call it. There isn't another profession in the no. world where you could be this... Dude, I mean, is, does anybody have more fucked up people working in their profession than pro athletes, at least publicly, who go no. back to work the next day? Yeah, no. Like, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. What'd you think? Like, dude, can you dude, go to I work thought, with that guy the next day? No, of course not. Right? Like, like you said, it, like the the if, if you were in a regular job, that person is gone. But it's just that, you know, that that double here's a here's a double standard working in the other way, right? Where you're going, oh well, it's a you know, it, in in the first scenario, it's like, well, it's it's a woman that could come back and make these accusations, but over here, it's like you're an athlete. This type of stuff happens and it's accepted. We don't condone it, but you know, like you guys are big boys, go work it out. Boys will be boys. Yep. And then you keep it, going. dude. But Jordan Poole comes out, man. I. I... I thought I wish this would happen, but I'd be really curious to see if Jordan Poole comes out and goes, I don't feel safe coming back to work. If you guys don't do something about him, I'm not coming back to play for the team. You need to trade me. You need to pay me on my contract. You need whatever. Like, what do you do? Because you got assaulted at right. practice, right? Like, you got assaulted at work. So, I don't care. And part of me you also goes- You could press charges, right? Absolutely. You could press charges. So, you go, again, this is the case. This guy can file a lawsuit, and you go, hey, Warriors, what'd you do? Now, he goes, I'm going to sue the Warriors. Now, it's career suicide. Correct. Right? It's absolutely career suicide. But, again, man, you're, you're setting it. It's this thing where culturally it's accepted. Oh, it's just that. And if you're Draymond, bro, you're not Jordan. You're not dropping 30 a game. You can't punch, You can't get away with punching teammates. But, I, I, you know, I guess we'll find out like he can. The other yeah. part of me goes, the fact that this is even out, I think the Warriors has something to do with it. Yeah. I think, I think the Warriors. You think you think it was to to kind of put Draymond on blast? Yeah, I think they purpose? want. I think it makes it easier to not sign him to a long term deal at the end of this year. Oh, is that is, is I is think he he's up? due. And if you're looking at that team and Jordan Poole keeps playing the way he's been playing, 
and you decide not to re-up on Draymond, you go, we're, we're banking on Jordan Poole and Steph. Draymond got four rings too, right? He's part of that yeah, whole dynasty. Yeah, he's part of that whole dynasty. So you go, all right, we had a run, man. Like, you're talking about a team that was winning to let Kevin Durant go for Draymond. Do you now go, hey, man, Poole's more valuable. Is he? I don't know. Like, Yeah, I, I don't know, man. The fact that something like that got out, just, I don't know, man. Like, the fact that you heard about it and then there was tape. Like, usually you hear about it, but then someone had the tape. Like, the fact that the Warriors didn't immediately go, all right, give yeah. me the surveillance All cell phones. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It, it's just, I, I feel like this makes it easier to not sign him to a long-term deal. Next. I, I think he's due at the end of the season. So, I think uh, they, so I, we'll I'd see, be really man. curious, man, a year from now, episode whatever that is, 155. Stay tuned. No, no, 160, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll re-up. <laughs> Oh, man. That's funny, man. Um, did you see, uh, going back to football, did you see Antonio Brown? Slinging dick in Dubai? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? You, what part are you talking oh, about? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was referring to the children's book. Oh, okay. No, nah, not that part. I was talking about. <laughs> but Antonio Brown been on been on like a little, a little tear lately, right? So like after, um, after Tom Brady and his wife, you know, there was like rumors about them. A tear. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we gonna call it, right? <laughs> Carry on. Motherfuckers having a mental breakdown. <laughs> Set a tear. <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of mental breakdown. <laughs> No man, but he um, so he had posted a picture with him and uh, Giselle, so Tom Brady's <laughs> wife, right? And then he posts um a picture on his Twitter account of a book, and the book title was "Daddy Doesn't Live Here Anymore," <laughs> a book about divorce. And the best part about it was the the cat like it's it's it looks like a fucking children's book and I'm sure he probably got it from somewhere. I think it's from an actual book. Yes. Yeah. But did you see his face in the window? Yeah, it's it's him in it's the window. It's him in the window. And then Tom Brady is the dad leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as shit, bro. His troll game been on. He ain't got nothing but time because he ain't never playing in the NFL. I like, told you, man, been on the tear. Oh, <laughs> Sure has, bro. That <laughs> shit made me laugh so hard, bro. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, "What's the God. what happened in Dubai?" Oh, you did you see the video? So the video, the video came video. out. He was at his pool in his hotel in Dubai, and I don't know if the woman was saying something, but they're talking shit. But he pulls his dick out in the middle of the pool, and he starts walling out, and so he's, he's like dancing. Yelling shit. No, no, oh, bro. He's, he's like just pulling it out, and starts like humping the air and shit, and just like talking mad, bro. He gets crazy, starts yelling crazy shit at the woman, and I go, if "That's in America. He's probably getting arrested right oh, now yeah, for like indecent exposure, or whatever." But I think the fact that it's there he kind of lucks out oh uh, yeah because they're like second class citizens yeah i think if he goes back he's probably fucked so i mean just avoid dubai but like uh yeah dude he had his old dick out in this video and i think the sad part about this and it and it, and it speaks to why antonio brown is where he is bro obviously there's something wrong with him mentally but you can hear his boys in the background egging him on Mm. And I go, you've also He's surrounded yourself. Bro. Yep. You've surrounded yourself with people who ain't shit and who are there to ride the Antonio Brown, you know, money and, yeah, and the good time. And for as long as that lasts, bro, when you're broke and you're down on your thing in a year from now or whatever, that however long that takes for Antonio Brown to get there, them dudes are all going to be gone. And, you know, they're 
partly to blame because they just i go they don't care about you bro they're sitting out there egging you on man doing some wild shit like that I'm, i can't imagine me whipping my dick out in dubai and you going yeah one <laughs> <laughs> do it again do it again <laughs> you probably be like yo why your dick out <laughs> at a minimum <laughs> you would at least ask the question <laughs> be like do you know that we can see yeah. your penis right now bro <laughs> Put that shit away. Put that shit away. <laughs> like, bro, um, you're on a tear here. Uh, your dick's out. <laughs> did, did you mean to do that? Did you mean to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Like, yeah. I go, man, you can hear those boys in the video just kind of, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why you ain't shit, bro. Like, the, like you're not shit, and then you're surrounding yourself with yes men who also ain't shit and who clearly don't care about you. Um, Kind of sad, bro. I go, one of the I mean, I mean, it's like Taylor's all this time, right? Like, such a phenomenal, transcendent talent. Could have been in the record yeah, books in the man. NFL as one of the greatest wide receivers to ever play the game. And I go, dude, if T.O. didn't get into the Hall of Fame and all that stuff with his shit, like Antonio Brown has oh, no, has no chance. Because T.O. had off-the-field incidences, but nothing near what, what Antonio Brown did, man. Like, T.O.'s doing push-ups in his driveway or whatever. He's doing like... I go, man, Antonio Brown's got no shot. But then you go, what a waste of potential, man. And I hate to see people just squander away just a lifetime. Generational money. He squandered away generational money. Yeah. Um, and clearly, I always hate to use a mental illness excuse, but there's got to be some kind of mental illness here, man. Or some people just ain't shit, bro. You know what I mean? I was like, going to say, And man. I think sometimes we got to accept that. Yeah. Like some people yeah. just ain't shit. Everybody ain't mentally ill, man. Yeah. We, some people are just some fucked people up. Some people just fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> We're all a little mentally Yeah, and then right? that, when you grow up with somebody and you like, oh, yeah, so-and-so just be doing some crazy shit for no reason. Yep. And they're okay. That's some Jeffrey Dahmer shit, right? Like, you just be one of like, like, Have you like, seen this fucking I've, thing, bro? bro? I've seen the, the, the documentary trending and stuff everywhere, and I'm yeah. like, how the fuck Jeffrey Dahmer get popular again? Dude, so, like, my, my entire family wanted to watch it, right? I'm right. glad. And so we start watching it. Um, I think I'm only up to, like, episode three this, out, of, out of ten episodes. But what I will say about that is it's not like every every episode that I watch and because I've never suffered from like um, any type of mental illness mm -hmm. that, that, that I'm that I'm aware of. And he's diagnosed with like three and they still let him stand for trial. Right. Like he's diagnosed. We're not there. I'm not there yet. Oh, OK. OK. okay. Yeah. I'm not there yet. But watching the things unfold and and the way that it kind of starts and I won't give away too much, but. Um, it kind of starts with how he gets caught. Like the first episode is, explains how he gets caught, goes through that scenario, and then from episode two forward, it's 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 kind of like how his childhood was, and so it flashes between childhood and teenage years, and you see the things that he's going through at home. You see the you see the things that that happened even even prior to birth, um, and then the issues between his parents, and then him going through school, kind of being awkward, and you know all that kind of shit. And so you kind of gain this understanding of like, wow, man, this dude like never had a chance. Okay. Um, but I will say this, like, I don't like watching more than one episode of that because after every episode, I don't want to say I'm sad, but I'm like, yo, I don't feel good. Like, I don't feel like, oh, can't wait, to, can't wait for next episode. See, I feel like that's one of those things where I will watch because I have a weird obsession with serial killers. Really? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. It's... I'm fascinated by the thought process that someone like, first of all, the high IQ, 
Like you have to have such a high IQ to get away with something like that, right? Like mental illness aside, to get away with being a serial killer, get away with you know killing seventeen people, whatever he does, and then for that long. And yeah, then, but there's there's some there's there's things that occurred in his childhood that helped. Sure, but I go so it's not so it wasn't it was almost like there was there was things that he was doing to the human bodies that he was doing as a kid like to animals and not anything cruel and i, I, I won't say think, it again so but dude he's the goat of this guy's the lebron james of serial killers like he he's he's the like and i'm gonna tell <laughs> you why that, i think he that. Last that long listen man he's the mj <laughs> serial killers don't disrespect jeffrey down i'm gonna tell you why uh ted bundy mostly killed women mm-hmm. right charles manson overrated he never really he killed people but it was mostly he influenced he people, people right, to kill right, people right. um uh, Zodiac killer, right? I think they some mostly women. Um, who's a, a son of Sam guy? Uh, uh, I think mostly women did stuff. And then I'm not giving credit to anybody who uses a gun. Like that shit's easy. You step away, kill. Getting away with it is a little hard. But for Jeffrey Dahmer was killing grown men, some boys. I get in a fucking apartment in where was it? Indianapolis or Minnesota, wherever it is. Nah, I think it was the. Was it no no oh Milwaukee Mil- you do, yeah you're right Wisconsin so you like you pull people into an apartment a man and you pull off with twenty of these they think it's in the thirties or whatever body count whatever yeah but the whole seventeen of them bro the whole thing of getting them to his apartment was that he was gay yeah but so he you, would go to these bars and then and then just kind of like hook up and then bring dudes back to the house. And, and then, then and then get and then get stupid and then they would they would they would think they're about to fuck or whatever and then he would off them or whatever but bro to kill grown men in an apartment yeah. and get away with it like you know how fucking stealthy you gotta be to kill a bunch of grown men but the, the other shit is the other shit that you that you find out is that so he ends up living in an area in Milwaukee that was like known as this drug infested poor black neighborhood so like noise and all that nobody shit gives up nobody right gives. so like so like the where the where where the folks that live there would call the cops you know cops sometimes would come he's the only white guy there and for <laughs> lack of a better term he kind of gets a little preferential treatment or at least that's the way it's portrayed yeah and 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 then there are things that that occur where like the cops are just like they just want to get out of there. They just they just kind of try to try to resolve things quickly and just and just get out. Dude, because like Bundy, you go charismatic, good looking guy, yeah. walks up to a woman, talks to her, and I get in my car. Okay, cool. Blah blah blah. Like and I, I pre- could see that. I'm pretty sure that he that dude lives in like a nice part of Manhattan. Who uh, Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. Yeah, one of those guys. No, it was the son of Sam guy. No, 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 no. Ted Bundy. Because I want to think there was some. No, was Ted Bundy know. Seattle? Was he? I can't remember. I don't know. You it might be right. It but yeah, it I could matter. be wrong. But anyway, like, uh, uh, so any, the, my fascination with serial killer is always like, there's this interest that I have in like, what makes someone snap like that? Yep. What makes someone think like that? They're high IQ. So what makes your IQ go? And you, you know, like someone who could, if you put that kind of effort into anything else, you'd be a quote unquote successful human being. Right. And I guess he is at serial killing. Right. Like you could, you'd go, all right, he's, he's successful at that. Like, but I've always just been so I read a lot of books and I watch a lot of documentaries and I'll read like Wikipedia's and all these serial killers like all the time because I'm like, there's something about that that's always fascinated me that goes like, what drives someone to do that kind of shit? And then what um, I, I don't know, man, it, it like this humans dude. are fucked up, but what drives you like like what how, what makes you capable of doing something like that? Not once, 
but just over, over and, and over. over, and it's a turn on for some of them, right? Like, like, right. Like, it's like it's a, and it's, that's it's a fetish. It's like, and it's that kind of things that kind of becomes part of it for him. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's it's really interesting to go through and see like his childhood. And again, I'm wanting episode three, but to see how he's becoming this guy. And um, it, yeah, it's so it's. I think I might watch that one. Definitely worth watching, but for me, like after like I watch one, and then I'm just like. Yo, like put on a comedy. Like I, I, I don't want to. It's too dark. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like you just, I, I, don't, I don't walk away from there, a feeling good, which I'm not. I don't think that's what it's for. But I also don't walk away from there going, ooh, can't wait to episode four. Mm. Dude, it's interesting, but that's... it is well done. So don't get me wrong. So it's a well done show. Absolutely. And I like the kid bro. that played well him. Done. Oh, dude, that dude was on um... American Horror Story. Yes, yeah. He played that freaking psycho on there mm-hmm. too, bro. And he's, he's I love a him perfect, as an actor. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a perfect character. He plays these weird, creepy characters, like yep. you said, in a really, uh, yeah, yeah, he's believable, creepy way. It, 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 so like, believable. It makes so you well. uncomfortable, with yes. him, which is the point of it. Yep. Um, dude, he, um, it's funny, man, you were talking about his childhood. Every book I've read about a serial killer, Manson included, they talk about, all of them have had shitty childhoods. Every single one that I that I can remember. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone off the top of my head. I think the only one that seemingly came across normal might be Ted Bundy. But Ted Bundy, I don't know a lot about his childhood, but he might have had a fucked up childhood. But as an adult, he came off as a very successful, suave, charismatic guy. Like, um, But all these guys had these weird childhoods. And it's funny. And they were all sort of um, diagnosed. Either uh, I, I saw he had like bipolar, multiple personality. They like said like, like um, Dahmer has like three or four. Because I know the big controversy when they charged him was that he had like three or four mental diagnoses like that. Like mental illness diagnosis. Sorry. And they, and they said he was still sort of competent to stand trial. And I remember one of the arguments was how could you have all these and not be able to get away with the sort of insanity plea or whatever. Um, it was hilarious. He was murdered in prison. Right? Oh, Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer yeah. was ultimately beat to death, right, by like by by another inmate. Yeah, I don't, uh, remember, I don't remember. Somebody said because he was talking shit because he was mocking people and stuff like that. Supposedly that's that's what the, what the guy said is like, yo, he would mock us all the time. Um, he would he would shape his food into like body parts and stuff like that. Which I go, yo, that sounds so fucked up. That's why he to go. And <laughs> you mocking prisoners like that, you don't give a shit, bro. And then uh, yeah, somebody Dude, took us to the yeah, no, So then you. You will you will love it. It is a it is a well done um, series. As like I said, it just for for me, I was just like, man, like I don't walk away from there like feeling good. Nor do I walk away from there going, I can't wait for next episode. See, I think I'll definitely um, you'll bin- you binge watch it. I don't know about binge, but I'll definitely catch an episode and I'll see where it goes and then yeah. I'll watch from there. But like, um, yeah, like I said, I have this this weird fascination with those guys because like, there's just something about them that's like. I don't know, man. It's just, it intrigues me that like the human mind, how it works, man. How like genius, I'm going to, I'm going to call it that. I know that I'm probably going to get shit for that, but like genius works on so many levels in a good or bad way. Like, like, uh, like, uh, 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 again to get away with, and I'd be curious to see today, man, there's a serial killer out there maybe that we don't know about, but is it hard? It's obviously harder to get away with it today. But at any point in time, man, know, to man. get away with serial killing, it's such a difficult, like, you have to be so manipulative, right? Not only to get victims, but to, to sort of cover your tracks over time. Like, that's just, uh, and I think I, that's what's fascinating me. It's like, what makes you that cold-hearted, that sort of detached from humans, that sort of like, or are you? Like, I, you know, like, and I think that's right. what it is. It's like, I don't understand it. And so it just fascinates no, this, me. This one will fascinate you. Cool, Absolutely. man. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you who didn't get away with murder. <laughs> Do you hear about this this woman that 
this woman, bro, she goes and and uh, she plays like a pickup basketball game against this dude. Okay. She beats him. A pickup basketball. Okay. In a pickup basketball game, dude comes back with a gun, kills her. He kills her. He kills her. What kind of embarrassment do you gotta feel to go like, fuck this bitch? Your prisons in I- Russia are crazy. <laughs> They let you bring guns. <laughs> that one was planted. <laughs> so, they, so they can put the story. Yo, yeah. she, died, she died in prison. <laughs> she died in prison. Bro, w- yeah, what kind of Dude, to I was, kill her? To, killed her, bro. Damn, so no beef and they, during and it. they and they like knew each other. Like not not like friends, but they like they knew of yeah, each other. Yeah, like they, they knew, knew of each other. Yeah. I get killing yourself after that. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you gonna kill her? Wow, man. That's dude, that's and telling you crazy. Bro. People are wild, bro. I don't know, dude. Did uh, I saw this this murderer has been on a rampage lately, bro. And I saw this with this one chick. Uh she killed her sister. Yeah, man, that's man. dark, bro. But why she killed her sister? I don't know, man. So she she killed her sister because she was flirting with her boyfriend on Valorant, which Valorant's a very popular that? PC game. So her, okay, so she plays Valorant. Her boyfriend plays Valorant. I guess online while they were talking and playing her character, she was flirting with him on there. <clears throat> so she went and killed her in real life. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> bro, what kind of? How much you gotta like somebody? To be that angry about somebody, even if somebody took your your significant other, like, bro, the level of anger that you have to be to to do something like that, kill your sister, kill your sister, <clears throat> yeah, right, to kill, your, to kill your your sibling, I mean, to kill anybody, but to, but then to to turn to turn around and kill your sibling, man, that's over it, dude. Listen, man, and she wasn't the only one this week. I saw um. You saw the chick on Tinder. She met this man on Tinder. Okay. Uh, you know, they do their thing. She stabs him. He ends up surviving. But she stabs him and then orders DoorDash, like food. <laughs> and the food comes <laughs> to the place where she stabbed him. <laughs> Leave it at the door. She gave no fucks. That's a serial killer in the making. No. <laughs> but she was smart enough to get away with the rest of it. But, dude, stabs him and then orders food. You, I, and I, I get that, bro. You build an appetite. Depending on how many stabs you get in, like that's, that shit takes a lot out of you. <laughs> dude, speaking of dead people, you seen that dude that's urinating on the on his uh, ex wife's grave? <laughs> I did. Did you see that story? This is the pettiest motherfucker alive. I love this story. <laughs> Oh my god, bro! I don't even think I need notes on that shit, man. I, I remember reading the, the article. What's his name? I think I have it. Do you? Gonna, I, I think I have the name of the guy and all that stuff. Oh, man. good, good. So for those of you not seeing this, this guy was married to a woman, got divorced like a long time ago, and I mean like decades ago, bro. Yeah, three or four decades ago. And come to find out, I guess, was it was it like was it the kids? coming to see the mom at the grave and then catching the f- the ex-husband urinating on yeah. the grave. Yeah, yeah, so somebody right, what it was? Yeah. So they kept seeing it and uh this man is 68 years old. It's in a town called Orange Town and he um is that here in the US? Yeah. And he was caught 
uh, yeah. So somebody caught him and then they set up a camera, and or or I think it's sur- surveillance nearby. But every single day, he took a walk with his wife, his current wife, and would go by the cemetery and he would take a piss on her grave. Wow. A woman he's divorced, I think. What does it say? Since the eighties. I want to get you the exact date. But he's so, been divorced for decades. Yeah, you know how minimum petty? thirty years. Oh yeah, bro. Minimum. It's been a long time, dude. I I gotta pull it up because it dude, happens. what kind of what kind of relationship was that that you are still mad, yo? And then doing the ritual, right? Like because she didn't die right away, so she had to have passed, and then he finds out where her gravesite is. Oh yeah, bro. Or. <sighs> Okay, so ex-wife grave, so Andrew, forty-eight year grudge. My, Michael Andrew Murphy. Michael, yep. Yeah, now he's on blast. My, Michael Andrew Murphy, forty-eight year grudge. He uh, uh, felt like getting out and killing him. Michael Andrew Murphy, forty-three, told the Post of what it was like to catch the man he said has been desecrating the burial site of his mom, Linda Torello. So Michael Andrew oh, Murphy sorry. is so the son. Is the son, and he caught Dean Eckner yeah. Torello. Uh, the woman, Torello, 66, died in 2017 of cancer. So five years ago. And is this is in Orangetown, New York. And uh, Murphy and his sister first noticed a plastic bag of poop at their mother's grave in April and thought it was something left by mistake by a dog walker. Dog walker, yeah. But yeah, then it happened right. again. So the dude was leaving <laughs> shit, too. So, I mean, that's fucked up, bro. But just like what kind of grudge? Like what happened? Dude, so they left... They said they started finding and they asked the cemetery for permission to leave trail cameras. You know those trail cameras they used to catch animals? So they left the trail camera and then they spotted the, the dude. He he was married to her in the 1970s and they got up at like 5 a.m. and they sat there and waited and they even caught him on a cell phone camera. And Murphy said the video and, and pictures that him and his sister got indicated that a man drove to the cemetery almost every morning between 6.14 and 6.18 a.m. with his current wife, got out of the car, walked to the grave, and pissed on it. Bro, what is what are you telling your current wife? And good for you for locking that down. Because who the fuck you got to tell to be like, hey, man, by the way, if you're going to be with me, every day at 6.15, we pissing on my ex-wife's grave. And you figure if it's his wife, like... It hasn't been his wife for that for long. For 48 years, it hasn't been his wife. Bro. No, no, no. I'm saying the current one. Yeah. You, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. at what point, you know, at what point do you agree to that? Is it is is he telling this woman something that happened that was so bad that he goes, I'm glad this bitch is dead, and I'm going to go piss on her grave every day until I die? You know what kind of commitment you got to have to get up <laughs> at, like, five something in the morning <laughs> to go piss on someone's grave, Dude, bro? People don't go to work every day. Yeah, listen, that is, I guess he's retired. He needed something to do. <laughs> I don't know, man. Were the flowers growing a little? Were they blooming a little brighter <laughs> around her? The ones left on the site, though? Nah, she was dying. <laughs> Yo, what, ha- what well, you said, What could you possibly do that would make someone that angry at you? That bitter? I mean, you talk about people that like, you know, people that cheat or... Um, I don't know, but, bro. You get cheated on? You, you going back 48 no, years later, bro, piss no. on the grave? No, bro. but man, somebody might be real mad about that shit, bro. I guess, but like, yeah, no, no, not not me, but yeah. I'm also not a grudge holder, so it's hard for me to understand these kind of things because I'm just kind of like, I just move on. Like, yeah, I can't think of anything that would like unless unless she killed your child. You know what I mean? Like maybe something <laughs> like that. 
Yeah. Right, if you go like, if you, if it was something that drastic to where like she killed your kid or something like that. Yeah, but just off her at some point in time and like piss on the grave. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll never get it, but fuck him. That shit was hilarious. When I saw that, I go, yo, the award for the pettiest human being to ever live has to be that guy, right? Has to be. No, man, it's Kanye. Ooh. Bro, you know what? Last week you asked me, what's Kanye going to be remembered for? Like, was it going to yeah. be music or fashion? Yeah. This past week, if you, for those of you who not have seen it, and if you're, and if you're even a little bit of a Kanye fan, you got to go watch this. Tucker Carlson on on Fox News had an hour special, and it was just an interview with him with Kanye West. Okay. And so I won't go into the details of it, but the the answers that he was given was giving to Tucker Carlson for me were confusing. Like, I would forget what the question was. Uh, so like one of those run around he talks. Just, for, yeah, he would just start talking. He did that shit on Joe Rogan. Remember, he was just talking and talking and talking and by the end of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Joe Rogan but was Joe like... just let him talk. I agree. And yeah, you're like, yeah, with yeah. what? <laughs> he was like talking <laughs> yeah. about starting his own country and shit. And you're like, what? <laughs> so it was it was a lot of that. Um, so I think that... And, and then... You know, he would say stuff like one of the things he said was that he's gonna be president. Like he like he just kinda like in passing was just like, Yeah, like one day like I'm gonna be president. No, you're not, bro. No, <laughs> I don't think so either. But I think that I, I think that I'll remember him not for in this his, country. For his antics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be everything but the music at this point in time. And he had great commitments to fashion, great commitments to music, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're gonna remember the But antics. I think that'll be it. I think that'll be that, right? It'll it'll be the it'll it'll be the 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 off the wall shit that he says or the getting on stage when Taylor Swift wins the award mm-hmm. and you know what I mean like it'll be the antics that that I think I that I will I don't him think for. of a song first which is sad because you know like I don't think of a song I don't think of a piece of clothing or a shoe or whatever I think of the antics dude you know what man and I think in the interview reminded me of it man I go do you know that remember that song where it's like na 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 wait till, wait, till I, I get, get I my money song, right yeah to be my anthem but he's like. <laughs> He follows that with, then you can't tell me nothing, right? Oh, here and I'm goes. like, that's where he's at now, that's bro. Where he's at. He's he so got true. his he got his money right, and now he's like, fuck everybody. Like I'm gonna do the most oh, off damn. the wall shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do my clothing line. I'm gonna do my music. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like say shit that people think is is nuts, and 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 it's all part of my master plan. Essentially, it's funny because the the premise of that song is like he's gonna be reckless with money, but he's just being reckless in life at this point in time. Like you said, like you go, you're not gonna be able to tell me shit. Like, right. I'm gonna do what I want, when I want, how I want. Like fuck, I never thought about that man. Right? That's one of my favorite songs of his, man. Like I kill that song to this day. I play that song a lot. That song is dope. Wow, man. Yeah, I never thought about that, man. That's a great point at all. Like I think. You know, first of all, I'm going, okay, when's the new album dropping? Or whatever you're dropping next. Like, that's what's coming. Like, whenever Kanye does this, he follows I think some, some major it. announcement. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, so wait for Donda 3 or whatever the fuck he's going to announce soon or Shoe or whatever. So I'm like, all right, that's coming. And then um, I'm just tired of giving him a platform for things that don't matter anymore, like for those rants, for those things. I go, like, can, can it be about the art? Like, I don't mind when Kanye's on the news because he drops a six shoe. Or an ugly shoe. I don't even care if it's ugly. Like, yeah. just be in the news for something no, productive. No one else does either. Yeah, it, it's, still it's just buy bizarre, bro. Like, he just... I don't know. Like We talking about this, like, it was the last week or the week before, where I go, like, I'm kind of over even talking about him at this point in time. Because I go, dude, the currency now is attention. 
and that's all he's kind of looking for now. Like, I think it's so disingenuous. I even think it's disingenuous now. Like, I'm not disputing whether or not he has a mental illness. Maybe he does. But, you know, what we were saying before, some people are just assholes, bro. Yep. And, like, we need to accept that they're just assholes. And I think Kanye's just an asshole. Like, at this point, I'm like, eh, he's just an asshole. And he's been empowered because he's talented and he gets away. And so, like, and we sort of let it fly. And because he's, I mean, the guy's a, let's, let's, let's call it what it is, right? The guy's a billionaire and he has he a lot of influence at this point. Absolutely. He has a lot of influence in music. And in fashion and pop culture in yeah. general, right? Like he did. You moves. see, he got his, his. I think his Twitter account got banned because he said some anti-Semitic shit. Yeah, which is the one group on earth you can't fuck with. <laughs> yeah, you. You right. could say shit about black people. <laughs> you could say shit about women, children. You mess with the Jews, they control the earth. Like Jay Z was almost banned because he complimented them on a song. Remember when Jay Z's like. Uh, you know what? You want to know why how the Jews own all the property in America? And then he's like talking in his song, uh, and no, they wanted to ban Jay Z. I'm like, he's fucking complimenting them, and they're like, nah. Like it's just it's the one group. <laughs> we don't own everything. Yeah, we don't own everything. <laughs> we don't own your that's, house, Jay. That's anti-Semitic. That's anti-Semitic. Like that's the one group you can't fuck with. I also think, dude. I, I saw his rant, and the reason I don't like the anti-Semitic rant is because Kanye West has known that the Jewish community or the vast majority of music labels, uh, uh, you know, some fashion labels, certainly media in general, TV, movies, whatever, is run by, by I don't want to say Jewish people, but they're run by Jewish, uh, 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 you know, heads of whatever, like studios and whatever. Right. like they're, And so when it served him, he was okay with that, right? When those Jewish people were his allies and they sort of helped him get his, his sort of build his brand and do that, Kanye was on board. Like I, I lump him in with the same people that I lump in the Me Too chicks who were sleeping with directors to get roles and suddenly now they're 45 and no one wants to sleep with them and they're pissed off and they're like, right. well, I had to sleep for all these roles. It's like, for how long? When I was 25 to 38, they made me sleep with them for these roles. And it's like, well, did you do it? Well, yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay, so what? That's your prime that's age. That's your prime age. So now that you've <laughs> aged out of the system, you're pissed off. Like, I think I, I can take him serious about the anti-Semitic thing and like going off. Like, first of all, it's anti-Semitic. It's fucked up. But also... Like Kanye's been known that's the game you play. Everyone in Hollywood knows you play that game, right, with the Jewish community. It's like, yeah, they run everything there. So you have to be on their good side. And now that he's a billionaire and he has his own influences, his own power and his own stuff, yeah. he's no longer okay with the Jewish community sort of running. Like, It's like, dude, you can't sit here and play the game when it serves you and then knock it when it doesn't, right? Like, uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's true, man. But I, I think that in the, at, at one point, right, he had to use them. He had to use he had to use those companies and 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 like remember like on the on the Sway Callaway show right yep. right he's he's saying that exactly where it's like yo you you, you, don't got, you don't got the answer Sway you ain't yeah right it's like you gotta be in with these with these corporations um, and then now he's not there now he's at a place where he can do his own shit and I just don't even think he's serious I just don't take him serious I think he's Going for what's the biggest clickbait? What's the biggest headline? What who could I talk shit about that's gonna sort of perk ears up? Like I think he's just grasping at straws, you know, because he he starts with the, you know, he's fucking with Diddy and whoever online. He's fucking with the Jews. He's fucking with like, I just think at this point in time he just wants attention. He doesn't care what's he where he gets it. The sad part about this man, and, and listen, I don't care where you stand on the Kardashians, but I saw a story this week that Kim Kardashian said she had to up security around her kids at her kids' school. She's basically paying, and again. Why? People aren't going to feel bad because they get death threats and they get scrutiny and they get people like her her and her oh. kids feel it when Kanye goes off. 
So she's had to like, and I know again, people aren't gonna have sympathy for a Kim Kardashian. No, but like, oh, she's, she's rich, but she's like, yo, now I gotta pay for more security, uh, the stuff at the at the school, at the house, at the whatever, because he's going off on these tangents. So now right. it affects us. Which I go, you know, it, it's a selfish thing for a guy who's always crying about like his kids and all that stuff too. Like you have to understand the power that you have, right? And that there's a lot of people out there that aren't all there, you know, like that, and they just look for an opportunity you, to cause harm. You think that he understands how much influence that he has or at, he gloats at about some, how much right influence at he has, some right? level yeah. right so you know that he knows that um i wonder if he's just not l- either thinking or not looking at i just at think he's so self-absorbed that he doesn't could be. care i think he's so self-centered so so narcissistic so self-absorbed that i don't think he realizes the impact that his um you know, because again, you chose to be in a private eye, right? And 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 so, yep. unfortunately, your kids' lives are impacted by that. But you don't have to make that harder than it needs to be. Um, so I think that's you know that's part of that. Um, dude, what, something that made me really sad in the last week or two. I don't know if you saw this, but the downfall of America, man. We're fucking we're slipping across the board. Like, like on what, bro? Did you see the um the thing that happened this weekend uh, at the daycare in Thailand? No. The mass oh, shooting? the mass shooting. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I Dude, this guy took out 36 kids in a mass shooting in Thailand. Uh, that used to be our thing. <laughs> and You ain't right. And now, <laughs> and now, we don't even, like, if we're not good at that, where the fuck do we go as a if, country? If we, can, if we can't rule the mass shooting. If we can't ruin mass shootings, the only thing we have going on, I think the only thing we lead the world in is military spend. And mass shootings, <laughs> and now that's gone away. So the only thing is military spend. I don't like. Yeah, this dude killed kids and adults, right? Dude, yeah, yeah, and he killed like thirty-seven. I think one kid that survived was napping under a blanket. Coincidentally, just happened oh, to be under, wow. and he missed. You didn't see him. Yeah. So or her, I, I can't remember what it was, but um, it's the only reason. But other than that, man, I mean, tragic, obviously for these parents. But he went in in a daycare and just like did that. But I was like, fuck, man. I used I, I used to read that headline and go, where in America? <laughs> Yeah, and when that true. shit said Thailand, I was like, "Fuck me!" See, man, I was I was going like, "Woo, good!" It, ain't, it wasn't here. See, I was disappointed enough. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, kill the rest of that, bro. You're not gonna do no, no more. I got it. Uh, I still got some. Oh, you still got some? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are we doing on time? Listen, we're an hour five in, hour six actually. So, uh, what, what you got left, man? Um, what you got? You want to touch on this week? I don't know, man. Let's end with something funny, man. You got anything funny? You got anything funny? I think I might have some funny shit. Let me see. Oh, I have something that maybe is not supposed to be funny that we could fuck with. <laughs> I got on here, I got I got Mythbusters. I don't know what that is. Nah, it's not gonna be funny. All right, so then leave that alone. Okay. Uh, I guess this could be semi funny, bro. Yo, this inmate, you saw this inmate dude, bro? Uh-uh. That, yo, shout out to this guy, bro. So, uh, this is it's a Georgia inmate. Um, he was impersonating this California billionaire named Sidney Kimmel. I've never heard of him, but good for Sidney. Hold on, so he's an inmate impersonating impersonating a billionaire. Okay, yeah. Um, he's impersonating. So his name is Cofield. I'm trying to think of what his first name. Arthur Lee Cofield. Okay. He's a 31 year old gang member. He's been in prison <laughs> for uh, serving 14 years for armed robbery. Okay. So S- since. Uh, he's been say? in prison since it does not say, it just okay. says he's currently serving a 14 year sentence for armed robbery. Okay. Um, in Georgia. So he somehow, uh, he's been sort of smuggling in cell phones and things like that into the prison. And he's been impersonating Sidney Kimmel, who's a billionaire from California. Okay. Um, so he opened a bank account in his name 
And then he allegedly then figured out a way to get into his Charles Schwab account. Get the fuck. And he, tr- and he arranged a transfer of $11 million from Kimmel's Schwab account into the bank account that he opened and then purchased a, uh, uh, 6,106 American Eagle One one-ounce gold coins, which is uh, weird as fuck. Like, why would you go that route? But purchases the okay, gold okay. coins, cashes that in, and then some funds were used to buy a $4.4 million house. All of this from prison. Get the fuck Give this guy a fucking job <laughs> anywhere, bro. You know how- Bro, we complain out here. Bro, you know how many broke we not trying, out here bro. with all of me? We not trying, bro. <laughs> Homie in prison, done Photoshop, done identity fraud, done like fucking engineering. He's got the whole nine minutes. Took the money, Dude, bought the gold, bought the gold, bought a house, got the gold in that you cashed in, did the whole nine from a cell phone in prison, bro. Get out of here. In, bro. in what I presume to be maybe not maximum security, but he ain't exactly in Martha Stewart prison. So to pull no, that he's, off. He's a gangbanger, right? Oh, shout out to this guy, bro. <laughs> you know, I, me- I immediately feel worse about myself. Yo, his family, This again, bro, this is the theme of this show, bro. Carver for pay. You making an impact. His family used to be like, this motherfucker, bro, he's in jail for armed robbery. Whenever anybody mentions it, they're going to be like, yo, remember this time this guy stole $11 million in jail? <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> that guy's going to be a legend. This guy's going to be a legend, bro. A legend, bro. Cofield's going to be like, yeah, man, that's the guy that stole $11 million from prison using a cell phone. <laughs> Fucking A, bro. Y'all not trying be hard like, enough. Get y'all shit together. Why can't you be like Jimmy and Why prison? can't you be like Jimmy? <laughs> you see the initiative that Jimmy showed in prison, bro? Fuck it, bro. If that's you not, can't pass a math test. If that's not gangster ingenuity, if I ever seen it, bro, ain't nobody. Dude, none of y'all got excuses. Get y'all shit together, bro. <laughs> Yo, on that, tell them where they can find us. Listen, uh, first off, you're on YouTube. I should have did this at the beginning, but hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, uh, shout out. Thanks for the support. I don't know what's happened with YouTube lately, but it's taken off, so we appreciate it. Uh, and then all your favorite streaming platforms, man. Uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, all the major, Jill uh, Savin, Ghana, uh, Podchaser, they're all there. Make sure you leave a review. If you're not following us on IG, at the Carbon Football Podcast, TikTok, the Carbon Football Podcast, Facebook, the Carbon Football Podcast, just follow us on there, comment, like, uh, do everything, man. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Like, um, give us ideas for drinks still, man. We're always looking for those. And um, yeah, yeah, shout out to yeah, you guys for the support. Yeah, I've been holding out. Instead, mm-hmm. the math, the, uh, the the majority of you are takers. Oh, yeah, taking the recipes. I love it, though. We get, we get the yard oh, yeah, drink. Yeah. And I love the pictures, yo. Shout out. I, I, I know you have a lot of family that, that'll send pictures yeah. of the drinks they make and all that. So shout out to you guys, man. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. It's always wild to me when you send me something, you know, whether it's family or whether they tag us on something. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, again, man, I don't care if it's a stranger, if it's family, if it's a friend, whatever. Like, And they go like, oh, made the drink. The fact that I know you listened is crazy to me because I just talk into this shit and assume it just goes into the ether. So <laughs> It does. Yeah. <laughs> and yo i'm gonna leave y'all with this i was i was reading something this week on uh mark manson and he talked about uh sympathy versus compassion and he was like sympathy is like you know when you feel you feel bad for somebody and you want to take them out of a situation uh it could it could be even like one of your kids right where um 
your kid is, I, I don't know, he did something wrong, but, and you want to, you know, you, you say you're going to punish him, but you feel bad, so then you don't punish him. And then he said, and in contrast, compassion is still feeling that same way, but letting them learn that lesson. Mm. Letting, them, letting them take that punishment, letting them take that L, so, so that because the compassionate part of you is, I understand where you are, and I want to do something so that you're better off later. Love so that, the lesson is have compassion, not sympathy. Yeah, thank you, man. And I love that. that, dude. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.